0: Welcome to Rising Tide, a podcast for career-driven women to find inspiration, find courage, and find their voice. I'm your host, Margaret Winnegar, and I am back for another solo episode to kick off 2022. I am so excited about this year. I've got so many incredible guests lined up for you. Next week, we will have our first interview of 2022. So stay tuned for that. So many great things ahead. But for today, I have something that I want to talk to you about. And this something is I believe a really cool opportunity. And the reason I want to do it as we start this new year is because I think there's a really neat opportunity as we flip the calendar that we can in some ways, metaphorically leave some things behind us in 2021. And we can be very intentional about what we choose to bring with us as we come into this new year. And so one of the things that I want to talk about, and one of the questions I want you to consider is, are you living your potential? And I'm guessing as I asked that question that you probably instinctively had an answer come to mind. You were like, I don't know, probably not. You may also have been like, hell yeah, I am crushing it. I am so aligned in my life, my passion, my purpose, and my strengths all right there together. And then you may have fallen to the category of thinking, I don't know, but I But right, (laughs) that's the key part the, but you start thinking about all the other things that justify perhaps why you aren't living your potential. And so if you're on the fence at all, that's what today's podcast is for. I want to share with you four key signs that indicate you're not living your fullest potential. And something I want to talk about and caveat this whole episode on is that in order for any of this to be possible your most basic needs as a human being need to be met. Right. So we're coming into this conversation talking about, are you living your potential with the assumption that as we look at the Maslow hierarchy of needs, right, your first couple of levels of needs are being met. Your physiological needs, food, water, shelter, as well as your, your needs for security, health, your safety needs are being met. All right. So that's really critical that we're on the same page. Now, as we talk about potential, I want to talk about how to recognize that perhaps you're not living your potential. If you're maybe on the fence, you're not 100% sure, or maybe you just need some proof, I got you covered. Now, if for whatever reason you've heard all of this and you're like, I just don't want to work on my potential. I'm not interested in living that. I'd really like to stay small. Feel free to sign off now, no hard feelings. But if you want to start looking at how 2022 can be the year that you start stepping into your true potential, let's get going. So I mentioned there were four things that I want to point out that may be signs that you're not living your fullest potential. So let's start with number one. The first one is you can't remember the last time you did something that scared you. Now, again, I am not talking about doing something that scared you because it's actually very dangerous and not good for you to be doing. I'm talking about when you're outside your comfort zone scared. You're doing something that maybe you've never done it before. Maybe it's on a bigger scale than you've ever done it before. Maybe it's something that you don't have necessarily experienced doing before, right? Whatever it is, something that scared you that you showed up and you did it scared anyways. Can you think about when that was? So if one, if you can't remember a time you did that, I hate to tell you, you are not living your potential, right? If you have not done something that scared you and it's been so long, you can't remember it, you're playing small. And I want to challenge you this year to play it big, okay? Now, you may be able to remember the last time you did something that scared you, but when was it? Was it over a year ago? right, again, playing it small, I challenge you. Let's go big. All right, so number one, this one's really straightforward and simple. If you can't remember the last time you did something that scared you, you're not living your fullest potential. Okay, number two. Now this one is gonna be really specific to a work environment. And I'm gonna tell you a phrase that if you have heard this at work, this should be a warning sign for you. A warning sign that you... (laughs) It's time to stretch and grow. All right. So, how many of you have heard this before? Oh my gosh, I don't know what we would do without you. Things would literally come to a screeching halt if you weren't here. Does that sound familiar to anybody? I'm guessing it probably resonates with at least a couple of you. Now, on the surface, this sounds really great because when you hear it, you think, but I'm invaluable. They need me. I do such a good job that things wouldn't work if I wasn't there. And sure, that's one way you could look at it. Another way you can look at that though is you're stuck. They can't afford to lose you, which means they will do whatever they can to keep you in that role because the idea of you moving out of that role is terrifying and difficult and a huge problem. So what ends up happening? There are other forces now besides yourself that are trying to keep you where you are. And if you're as good as they say you are, that probably means you're an expert at what you do. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this episode, you're ambitious, which means you're going to want more. And so if you're in a place where you have mastered the role, it's humming like a machine, but it is solely reliant on you, time to make some changes. You are stuck and you may not know it, I remember Denise Odenkirk talked about this in her podcast. I'll link it for all of y'all. And she talked about ladies look in the mirror. (laughs) There is a really good chance you have a label on your forehead. And it was this idea of, because we enjoy being experts, it's really easy to find ourselves in this position where we're so valuable and needed in this role that we're not given other opportunities because they can't afford to lose us in our existing position. So a couple of quick things, if you are recognizing yourself in this role, here's what I want you to do. First thing I want you to just think about really fast is what are some really simple things that you could start training some people on, right? Do you have anybody else maybe on your team or somebody that's reporting into you that perhaps you could train them to take over for you, right? There's also, what are some things that you might be able to delegate that you're currently doing that you could hand off? And as you're delegating, again, create opportunities to train and develop right? What's really great about this is you're creating growth opportunities for those people that you're handing this over to. And then more importantly, you're making sure that things can run without you so that you are in a position to be pulled up when an opportunity rises and start giving more of your potential than where you are today. Okay. So number two is if you are viewed as indispensable in your role, that's a sign you're not living your potential. All right, number three, this one's gonna hurt. I'm just gonna warn you now. The only reason for staying in your current job is because you've already invested so much. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna use myself as an example here. If you find yourself in a situation and you are committed to it, and the only reason you're committed to it is because you've already given so much of your focus, energy, and you've built so much of your network around this thing, how could you possibly just throw it out? Wouldn't that be such a waste? Adam Grant talks about this in his book, Think Again. He talks about identity foreclosure. And identity foreclosure is more so when we go all in on a career earlier in life. Typically, this happens with teenagers or when you're in college and you know you kind of latch on to the first thing that you think you're really good at and we stop exploring. Okay. so. First and foremost, there's probably a really good chance that you may have unintentionally had an identity foreclosure in the past. Now, the only thing worse than identity foreclosure is sticking with it and falling into the trap that I've already gone this far, I may as well just keep going. Okay, if you're thinking that, you are not living your potential. The only reason you're staying at your job is because you've already put so much in, that is a problem. So I said I would use myself as an example. Let me cover that. I had identity foreclosure when I was 25, (laughs) a little late, still happened. Got into a software sales job, was good at it, got promoted into management, was technically good at it from a numbers perspective, had a lot of growing up to do as a manager. And for a while, you guys, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I loved leadership. I loved learning about sales. About five years ago, if I was being truthful with myself, it stopped being where I wanted to be. Now I continued to grow up. But I consistently found myself again and again running into similar challenges in these roles. And I found myself starting to be disengaged. And even when I left my role in February of this year to really commit to rising tide, I got to tell you, it has been very tempting to go back to sales leadership. And the reason for that is because it's what I know. It's because it's what I built a network around. It's what I built my brand around. And I've really had to commit and invest energy into where do I have transferable skills? Where do I take all of these amazing experiences and that network that I spent all this time building and put it into an area where my true potential and value actually belongs? And so I say this to you because it's hard work. Pursuing your potential and choosing to live your potential Is not a cakewalk. And if you're in a situation like mine where you've built a career for 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 years, it just makes it that much harder to walk away. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't walk away because there's absolutely things that you can bring with you when you go. So if you are in a situation where you are only staying in the job that you have because you've already committed so much, my friend, I hate to tell you this, but you are not living your potential. I challenge and encourage you to make 2022 the year that you look within and you figure out where you can take your unique experiences, your incredible skills, your strengths and your passion and channel those because I promise you the world needs whatever it is that you have to give. Okay, fourth one, here's your sign. Have you ever had dreams and aspirations of what you can become? But you rationalize it away. You can't figure out the how behind it, and so you just check it out the window. You're not living your potential now, I talked about this in my last episode, and I talked about goals and open-ended goals. And I talked about, you know, the phrase of goals without a plan are just dreams. And I challenge that dreams are not a bad thing. We all need dreams. And I want us to dream bigger, quite frankly. so, In your situation, if this one is resonating with you, I want you to really think about letting go of knowing how it's going to happen. Letting go of the path, right? Like I said in the previous episode, getting comfortable with the discomfort of not knowing how it's going to happen, okay? Now that doesn't mean, now in this situation, you probably aren't dramatically going to change anything about the day in the life right this minute. But if you know what you're called to do, You don't know how it's going to happen. Maybe in your case, it feels really far away from where you are today. The only thing you need to focus on is the first step and then the second step. Okay. And if you haven't already go back and listen to the podcast from last week, I go into a lot more detail about allowing your dreams to have a life and giving yourself a chance to actually bring them to fruition Because it's not about having the path today. It's about knowing where you're trying to get to. (sighs) Okay, deep breaths for all of us. This one clearly is a passion topic of mine. And it's a hard one because like I said earlier, living in your potential isn't always the easiest path to choose. Some are fortunate to find it early on and they take it and they run with it. Right. But chances are really great that at some point in your life, you learn more about yourself, you gain new experiences, you develop skills, and you start to realize that there are other places for you to add your value. There's other places for you to grow. And so I really want to encourage you that if any of these four signs jumped out at you, I want you to do these immediate next steps. So, number one, I just want you to acknowledge that you're not living your fullest potential, okay? I want you just to own that. I want you to say it out loud. I want you to come to peace with that, okay? So first and foremost, if one of these signs stood out to you, I just need you to acknowledge that. The second thing is, I want you to dream a little bit about what your full potential could look like. Now, when I say dream, that doesn't mean that the inner critic is invited to that party. Okay, kick them to the curb. They don't get to come. And the how police are not invited to the party. Okay, so when we're dreaming, the how police and the inner critics, they are not invited to this party. You are just thinking about what could it look like if I was gonna live my potential? And if you find yourself stuck, go more basic than that. Here's what I want you to do. I just want you to start with taking note of your life experiences, kind of highs and lows throughout your life. I want you to think about the things that fill your cup. Think about the things that don't fill your cup. And I want you to go take strength finders. This is the thing I tell everyone that I mentor, anyone who's ever worked for me, pretty much every team I've ever run, we've done strength finders. And the reason I love strength finders is because strengths are one of the hardest things for people to articulate because they come so innately to us, we don't recognize them as strengths. And so if you're needing a starting place of where might my potential best be served, I encourage you to start with, go to Gallup's Strength Finders, type it into Google, search it. It's like 25 bucks. And I want you to go and take the assessment. Start there. Let them tell you what you are really great at. Let them tell you what makes you really special and then take it from there, okay? Okay. So, this is just the starting point. The most important part, though, is recognizing are you on the journey to living your fullest potential? Keep going. You got this. I believe in you, and I know you're going to get there. If you are recognizing that you're not, then let's make 2022 the year that you begin the journey and perhaps you accelerate that journey to living your potential. When you question, if it's worth pursuing your potential, especially when you have to stare down and look at possibly some really tough choices. I want you to think about this. I wanna share something that my grandmother used to say, and I'm tearing up just thinking about her saying this. And she used to say this almost every night before we would go to bed. And she would say, you are unique. And all the years before and all the years to come, there never has nor will ever be another you. So remember that your impact, no matter what scale you choose for it to be, is significant. And remember that you are unique and this world needs you to realize your potential. So... I am excited for you as we embark on this new year. I look forward to 2022 being the year of you on the journey to your potential and I'll go along with you. So until next time, keep rising.